Hello, and welcome to the Healed Podcast, the place where we can talk about all things food, body, and mind from an anti-diet and weight-inclusive lens. My name is Marie-Pierre, or you can call me Marie, and I am your host. I'm a registered dietitian with a background in psychology, and I specialize in food relationship and body image. And I am the founder and CEO of The Balance Practice, a treatment center for eating disorder and disordered eating. Every week on the podcast, you will hear from myself, the team at The Balance Practice, and other providers who have dedicated their careers in supporting folks to have better relationship with food and their bodies. On this podcast, we aim to provide a safe space to have these deep and juicy conversations regarding eating disorder, disordered eating recovery, health, relationship, body image, and honestly, anything we believe will support you in living your big, beautiful life. We believe in the power of healing, and hopefully this podcast will be a great addition to your toolbox in your healing journey. Thank you for tuning in today, and let's get to the podcast. Welcome back to the Healed Podcast. I am your host, Marie-Pierre. You can call me Marie. And I'm really glad to be back here this week with you. I hope that you've all had a wonderful September. If you're listening to this as it's coming out, we are now the last week of September. September is always such a fun month here at The Balance Practice because there's so much happening (laughs) between restarting your low-cost workshop and also starting our eating disorder recovery program. We are really busy supporting our folks behind the scenes and trying to provide more awareness for eating disorder care. And I wanted to invite you to our low-cost workshop that is happening this week. So this Friday, September 29th at 12 p.m. Eastern time, Jasna Robinson-Wright, who is a dietitian here at the team, she's actually our most senior dietitian. She's been with us for almost three years now. She'll be presenting on the intersection of diabetes and eating disorders and chronic condition and eating disorders. So how can we manage our health while healing our eating disorder or disordered eating patterns? So if you are someone who maybe has some health concerns and you're wondering how you can manage both your recovery or maybe just like sustaining a good relationship with food when you may actually have some food interventions that are required for your health, you're not going to want to miss this session. So you can go to www.thebalancepractice.com forward slash LC workshop to sign up for this low-cost workshop. It's only $10 and you will be receiving the recording afterwards. I'm really happy to be back here on the podcast today. I actually have been away for a couple of weeks. I just came back from a trip and man, oh man, is it such a different experience to travel once you have recovered and healed your relationship with food. So I was really fortunate to be able to go to Italy with my dad and even throughout like the planning phase of the trip, it was such a different experience knowing that foods can all fit and that I don't need to worry about food or my body and thinking about what I was going to be able or not be able to have. And it just was such a stress-free experience to traveling. 
which I didn't have a lot of these experiences. And I think I was very, I'm lucky growing up and I got to travel with my parents as I was growing up and even in my early teenage years. And I don't know, it's it's really interesting to see the difference between how things used to be and feel and, you know, around food and body and how much that would consume my thoughts and the trip. Whereas this time around, it was so different. I felt like I didn't worry about food. I didn't feel any guilt around food. I wasn't concerned that there was a place that we were going to go where I couldn't eat. I was nourishing my body, focusing on experiencing different food, different cultures, just enjoying my time. And that in itself is such a huge victory. And I've mentioned that in a couple episodes back where when I was in my recovery journey, one of the recovery goals that I had was to be able to travel without feeling guilty or without feeling stressed and while being able to be present and actually enjoy the trip and not think about the food and my body. And this was just like that. It was so awesome. It was so great to be able to just enjoy the culture, enjoy the food, enjoy the moments, but also not letting it consume me and just letting it be. And it feels like such a full circle moment when you set your recovery goals and when you think about the life that you want to live outside of diet culture. And once your relationship to food and your body feels more aligned and feels like it's empowering you. And when those moments actually happen and you're like, wow, like all of this work and all of this healing kind of leads you to experiencing life so differently. And I really wish this for all of us here, just to be able to live a full, beautiful life with the experiences that we want to have while also noting that often we can't just choose recovery or healing, right? And being like, I want this is often not enough to truly heal. And I say this because I find that sometimes, especially in this age of social media, there's this idea of like, if I just want it bad enough, and if I just have willpower, and if I just try hard enough and like want it, it's going to happen. And I should be able to like do it on my own. And I should be able to just like stop my eating disorder behaviors and like heal my relationship with food and all will go well. And although I think choosing recovery is an important part of recovery, right? Like being able to decide that, yeah, I want to opt out of diet culture and I'm ready to challenge my eating disorder and I want to experience, you know, healing and recovery. It's also not enough. And again, I say this to try to normalize the fact that it is still a process and there's still a treatment plan involved and you most likely will require support through your own healing journey. And I really honestly think that there's nothing wrong with that. I honestly think it's the way that it has to be, especially when we live in a culture such as diet culture that, you know, praises our disordered eating patterns and behaviors and finding the right folks to support you is part of the game. So once we choose recovery, getting the appropriate support is so, so, so very important. Now, today on the podcast episode, I want to talk a little bit about that. I want to talk about the recovery support that you may require. And today I want to focus on the role of the dietitian in your care and in eating disorder as well as disordered eating. And how does a dietitian actually help? Like, what is their role? What does it look like to work with a dietitian? We know that for many folks, 
working with a dietitian or the thought of working with a dietitian can be very anxiety provoking. And we don't blame you. It makes a lot of sense, especially when we may believe that the dietitian will be like a food police and tell us what to eat or what not to eat. And it's just going to be hyper-focused on like food behaviors. But I'm hoping that this podcast will provide a little bit more insight into the role of the dietitian and how they support you. And more specifically at the balance practice, how our dietitian are going to be able to support you as well. So in this podcast, I want to separate the role of the dietitian in four stages. So I want to talk about prevention, early detection, treatment, and maintenance of recovery. Because I feel that as dietitian, we have a crucial role in all of these aspects. And as a dietitian myself, these are things that I find so important in my work and in the work of my colleagues as well. So we know that eating disorders impact food and food-related behaviors. All eating disorders, although they are mental illnesses, will have an aspect that impacts the relationship that we have with food. No matter what type of eating disorder we have, no matter what type of behavior we have, again, there is a component that is very much food-related, our relationship with food, our emotion towards food, and the behavior that we may have when it comes to eating. So we know that although eating disorders are not just about food, we also cannot recover without food. Food can literally be the medication that folks require in their treatment. So that being said, knowing that dietitians are food experts, right? We specialize in nutrition science and understanding how the human body functions, the nutrition that is required for us to not only survive, but thrive. We can imagine that the role of the dietitian in eating disorders is super important. It's the cornerstone. We require dietetic support and nutrition in eating disorder recovery. So let's talk about prevention. So there is a saying in French, and I'm sure there's a saying in English as well, that prevention is the best medicine, right? If we can prevent eating disorders, that is ideal, especially knowing that eating disorders are chronic illnesses and recovery is hard and it's uncomfortable. So if we can even prevent the onset of an eating disorder, that would be our goal. So when it comes to the role of the dietitian in prevention, it can be done in two main factors. Number one, through education. So nowadays, there's quite a lot of information on the internet around food and what you should eat and which diet to try next. And one, there's an overload of information, but there's also an overload of misinformation. So dietitian can play a key role knowing that they are the most trusted source and of evidence-based food and nutrition-related information. So with all of the different messages that we see on social media and honestly anywhere and what we hear, I feel like dietitian can play such a big role in demystifying, debunking, and supporting folks in understanding how they actually need to nourish their body and why all these diets actually don't work and the harms of these diets. I feel like dietitians, especially anti-diet dietitians, have such a big role to really kind of fight back against these misinformation regarding nutrition and how we nourish ourselves. They can really help people in understanding more how to nourish your body in a non-restrictive way and really debunking a lot of nutrition myths that we see and hear everywhere on social media. And then the second part of the role of the dietitian in prevention is advocacy work. As a regulated health 
profession. Dietitians have duties to advocate for policies and decision making related to food, nutrition, and our health system. So dietitians can advocate to governments and agencies to promote better standards of care for the prevention and treatment of eating disorders in a lot of different ways. So this can include more inclusive care and reducing barriers to accessing care. So reducing weight stigma in our health care, um, being culturally sensitive, to treatment options. I'm advocating for more funding for eating disorder treatment, more education and awareness for other healthcare providers. So bringing more awareness. And this is definitely something at The Balance Practice we do so much of. Training other clinics, training other providers, really supporting in the awareness to increase prevention on that front end as well. Increasing weight-inclusive care, addressing anti-fat biases in healthcare. And honestly, the list goes on. I think as dietitian, because we are healthcare providers, we have a say, right, in how the system is laid out. And our role can be so important in like raising our hand and talking about these really important topics that is going to be overall very preventative. Because we know that, you know, being living in diet culture and engaging in diets and like weight stigma and weight discriminations are all risk factors for the development of eating disorders. If we can work on a systemic level to make healthcare a safer place for people, we're doing a lot of really great work. And the last piece here that I want to add, dietitians who are offering one-on-one session too can do a lot of prevention with their clients with the way that they talk about food and modeling a healthy relationship with food and their body. I think sometimes in dietetics, folks can put dietitian kind of like on a pedestal or like you are the food expert. So I'm going to like watch how you eat. And that's something also like as a dietitian on social media that I think a lot about. What do I choose to share? How am I sharing information about food? How am I embodying a healthy relationship with food and my body? So this can be an example of if a dietitian is only sharing eating kale salads, although they may be quote unquote anti-diet and support this movement, what they may be showing and the intention behind it may be a little bit different. So even Even in the way that we are, even in the way that we be, we are modeling healthy behaviors related to food and body. So I think that is also very supportive in the prevention. If we are able to, again, model a healthy relationship with food and our body to our clients, to followers, to the people around us, I do think it has a huge impact on preventing eating disorders because it is a protective factor when we are able to model healthier relationships with food and body. Hey friends, this podcast is brought to you by The Balance Practice, an outpatient eating disorder treatment center across Ontario. If you are looking for support in your own recovery of an eating disorder, The Balance Practice may be the right fit for you. We are a team of dietitians and therapists who specialize in the treatment of eating disorders for teenagers and adults across the province of Ontario. Our values really impact our services. So we really believe in a weight-inclusive approach and in diet approach, a client-centered approach, and collaborative care. At The Balance Practice, you can really be seen for who you are and supported without judgment. We are here with you in your recovery and together we can beat your eating disorder. For more information, you can go to www.thebalancepractice.com. 
Okay, now we're gonna move to early detection. So number one goal is prevention. And if not, early detection is really important eating disorder care, right? So early detection really means that we are able to identify an eating disorder faster, <laughs> early, and the onset of the eating disorder. This is really important because again, eating disorders are chronic illnesses. We know recovery is inherently not the most comfortable thing to do. And the earlier we catch the ED, the better the recovery outcomes can be, right? So if we think about having an eating disorder for a few months versus a few years, it can make it a little bit easier to engage in treatment at that earlier time. So when it comes to early detection and screening for eating disorders, I really feel like dietitians are in these like prime position to really support. Not only do they have like the nutrition knowledge and expertise, so they're able to identify if somebody is showing up with maybe more red flags, maybe indicating some disordered behaviors relating to food or thoughts and belief regarding food and even their body image. So we're really like aware of this. And also when clients come to see us, they know that we're going to talk about food, right? So it gives us this very nice opening to be able to start engaging in these conversations. Whereas let's say a doctor or a physician, when you go to see them, like there may not be as much openness to talk about how we feel about food and how we're nourishing ourselves. Whereas again, with dietitians, you're most likely going to see them to talk about these things, which again, opens up the door to be able to hear, listen, which gives us a really great opportunity to really explore how we feel about food, the thoughts we have about food, the emotions related to food, and really be, you know, attuned to what our clients are saying to be able to detect maybe any type of disordered eating behaviors that may be related to it. Also, I think as dietitians, so if somebody is not coming to see us for eating disorder support, sometimes, you know, somebody may come to see us because they have like digesting issues or, you know, constipation or bloating or or, you know, any any type of like food related issues that may also be an indication of an eating disorder, disordered eating and or may lead to one if it's not managed properly. Um, and you can go back to the episode that we had with Jasmine at the beginning of the month around health conditions. And when somebody has, for example, digestive issues, it can put them at a higher risk of developing an eating disorder if they're taking like a restrictive diet approach to trying to heal their health condition. Dietitian also will have to do nutrition assessments when we meet our clients, right? And within these assessments, we're able to start looking at different markers that may be an indication of an eating disorder. So maybe blood pressure or loss of period, um, impaired temperature regulation, so being really cold all the time, poor circulation, hair loss, dry skin, any of these things may show up and again, may kind of like trigger a little like red flag of just being aware that there may be something else happening. And then when it comes to treatment, so again, we cannot recover from an eating disorder without food. Food is an important part of the treatment and has to be an important part of the treatment. And therefore, the dietitian is a really important part of the treatment. So when we think about the role of the dietitian in treatment, I'll talk a little bit about what a dietitian does. And then I want to talk a little bit about the myths of what dietitians actually don't do. <laughs> so first, 
and foremost, when it comes to the treatment of eating disorders, we do want to be sure that the dietitian that we are seeing is specialized in eating disorder care. And this is really important because as a dietitian myself, I know that our school system does not prepare us to support folks with eating disorders. In our nutrition degree, we maybe had one three-hour course on eating disorders. So if we see a dietitian who has not done extra training, chances are they are not specialized in ED. Um, and that part is really important because it is very different, right? Supporting someone with an ED is very specific and it is an expertise that we get to learn and be trained into. But making sure that your dietitian has that expertise is really, really, really important. So that would be like first and foremost. But when it comes to the actual treatment of eating disorders, the way that the dietitian will be able to support you will be one through nutrition rehabilitation. So really understanding, you know, what your body's needs are, where we are at currently, building up a plan to do that rehab, making sure that our body feels safe. Oftentimes with eating disorders, the body starts to feel very unsafe. And the role of a dietitian can be so important in creating that safeness in our body again. Through adequate nutrition, we can really work towards a place where the body starts to function the way that it was always meant to function. We can also do a lot of work with assessing any type of nutrition deficiency and the status that we have being, you know, checking on medication, lab values, physical health, like we're really able to kind of look at the body in general and how we're functioning, our stress regulation, our sleep, our energy, and being sure again that we are meeting our needs. Dietitians who work in eating disorders also do a lot of nutrition counseling. And I often talk, when I talk about the role of dietitian, I typically like separate in two categories. There's like the nutrition scientists where it's like, you know, putting our like dietitian hat on where we're like, okay, like the physical body, our metabolism, our needs, our hormones, the way we are eating, the how that we are eating and really making sure that from that like scientific point of view, our body is safe. And that part is really important in recovery. And it also needs to be accompanied by nutrition counseling, which is more around, you know, debunking food myths, healing the relationship we have with food like understanding the emotional component of eating and how maybe food is meeting some needs that we may have. Being able to work through reducing eating disorder behaviors around food and building new habits that are a lot more supportive for us long-term. Becoming more of an intuitive eater, if that's the goal, right? Like trusting our body, trusting our cues, rejecting diet mentality, really learning how to take care of our body from a place of kindness and compassion over a place of restriction. We may also do a lot of like food exposures with fear foods and challenge foods and get back to a place where we can really feel empowered in the relationship that we have with food. Dietitians can also support with meal support and supporting you get through those difficult meals and really modeling those healthy eating behaviors. And dietitian can also work on body image and the relationship that we have with our body. And I think this part is important as well and has to be part of the dietitian work because oftentimes not always, but very often our relationship with food was impacted by the relationship that we had with our body. For many folks, their change in food behaviors happened based on how they felt in their body and the changes that maybe they wanted to see in their body. So if we only work on food without working on body image, we're kind of missing a piece of the puzzle. So we really want to incorporate that in our work. Um, and then we also talk about exercise and intuitive movement and how 
do we bring that back in and how does that look like for us? So we see that the dietitian has a lot of roles in the treatment of eating disorders. And in terms of treatment expectation, so most of the time, dietitians will work with clients for many, many months. Eating disorders are not anything that's like a quick fix or something that we just like grow out of. It is something that requires treatment. And here at The Balance Practice, most folks will see us between six to nine months on average, sometimes more, oftentimes more. <laughs> um, and it will really, you know, be based on your needs, your experience, but really making sure that we get to a place where we're able to like sustain that recovery. And we're going to talk about that in a moment when we talk about maintenance. I also want to name here that, you know, one myth around dietitians that were me just there like giving you some meal plans. And that is not how recovery works. And that's not how an eating disorder dietitian will work, at least not here at the balance practice. We know that there's no two eating disorders that's the same, right? They all present differently. You are unique and we want to really celebrate your uniqueness and take that into account. So we're like, we would never do like a cookie cutter meal plan for everybody who comes through a door. Like that's what you're doing. And that's the way that it is. With ED care, we do need to highly personalize every interventions that we have with clients. And meal plans are made, not always necessarily the treatment plan that we're using, right? That will really depend on you. Maybe for some folks, it's a tool that we will use. Others, it may not be. So you don't necessarily just see the dietitian to do your meal plan and then do increases. Like there's so much more that goes on in sessions to be able to support you through your recovery. Another myth that we have is that dietitians are food police and they will judge you based on your food records. And yeah, not the vibe. <laughs> this is also not what a dietitian does in eating disorder care and especially not here at the balance practice. So dietitians are not there to judge you, shame you um, about your food intake, your eating disorder behaviors. We're really there to provide a safe and judgment-free zone to explore those behaviors and why they happen, why they continue to happen and how we can start moving away from them when it feels safe to do so. Our goal is really to support you and walk alongside you in the recovery process. We really believe in the saying of like curiosity over judgment, right? Like judgment doesn't really lead us to anything. But it's then when we can get curious about the behaviors and how things show up for you, we're really able to connect more. And then in terms of food journals, again, it can be a tool that may be used in your recovery, but it doesn't need to be. And for some folks, food journals can actually become quite triggering, right? Especially if you're someone who has been a chronic dieter. And in those cases, we're most likely not going to be using a food journal at all because if it triggers and it's not supportive, then, you know, again, there's no one way to do anything. We're going to be able to really target the treatment plan for you and your needs. And the last piece I want to name here is that the dietitian can also support the full family system in the treatment of eating disorder. So if we work for with kids or teenagers or even young adults, most of the time, even older adults, actually anyone, <laughs> engaging their support system can be really, really, really helpful in, again, the treatment and recovery of an eating disorder. And it's definitely something that here the dietitians at the balance practice really emphasize and work with uh, with their client because we do believe that eating disorders impact the person who has the ED, but it also does impact the family and vice versa. The family system may also impact the maintenance of the eating disorder. So as dietitian, we also have this role of supporting families and creating a nutrition 
emotionally safe environment for their loved ones to be able to fully recover in. All right. And then the last part and the last role of dietitian will be in the maintenance phase. So recovery from an eating disorder can be a very long process and relapses can definitely happen within the recovery process as well. And although we really believe that recovery from an eating disorder is possible, we also want to add that piece of once you've had an eating disorder, I always see it as like there's the you before, there's the you during, and there's the you after your ED. And that may just mean that we are more aware of certain triggers, we're more aware of certain things to be able to make sure that we are maintaining our own recovery. And I really believe that dietitian can play a huge role in that maintenance factor as they're able to support their clients in creating a maintenance plan and a relapse prevention plan, really supporting them and the intuitive eating journey where we get to a place once we are recovered, where we can really learn more about our body and how to nourish our body and becoming more intuitive, which in itself is going to be a protective factor against an eating disorder. And I also feel like dietitians have a role in the maintenance, again, with the education piece, right? In the recent years, there's so many dietitians who have adopted more like anti-diet and weight neutral pro-recovery approach to their practices. And continuing to follow and learn from these dietitians can also also be extremely supportive in your maintenance, right? We want to continue to set the environment to support you in that recovery process, which means that maybe following dietitians who are embodying these values, who are supportive for you can be really, really supportive and helpful. So as a recap, dietitians have a role in the prevention, early detection, treatment, and maintenance of eating disorders. I really believe that they are a crucial role in the recovery process. And I may be biased because I am a dietitian myself and I work with folks with eating disorders, but I know how impactful the work can be and being able to do the healing journey together in the recovery treatment and really offer that support. Because again, just like choosing to want to do recovery is not enough to recover getting appropriate care and appropriate treatment is going to be needed to attain the full recovery. Here at The Balanced Practice, all of our dietitians are specialized in eating disorder care. They work from an anti-diet, weight-inclusive, health-at-every-size approach to really support our clients in the best care and making sure that we are moving towards recovery and maintaining recovery as well. So if you are someone who is listening to this and is maybe looking for support in your own recovery from an eating disorder, disorder eating and you're wanting to work with a dietitian that specializes in eating disorder who will not be the food police and who will support you without judgment, you may want to check out the balance practice and check out if there's a dietitian on the team that you vibe with, that you'd like to connect with. We would be very happy to connect with you and see how our team can support you in healing your relationship with food and your body because we truly believe that you deserve recovery and you deserve support and life outside of diet culture, life without MED can be so much better. All right, on that note, my friends, I hope that you've enjoyed this podcast episode. Let me know what you've learned. So you can comment on our post on Instagram at The Balanced Practice. Let us know what maybe surprised you in this episode, what you've learned, or if you're a dietitian, what else do you see your role being? Like, is there anything that I've missed that you want to share with me. On that note, I hope that you enjoy this podcast episode and I will catch you next week in the next episode.